Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. Welcome back to the BitCast. Today we're going to do a bit of a thought experiment. I'm going to list a new character for every series in Super Smash Brothers. I've often been curious about this sort of thing. I came up with a list a while ago and I sat on it for a little while as my opinions changed and evolved. So now we're just going to get right into it. I'm going to give you a new character per series. I'm also going to give you a new stage per series because that's uh, part of the process, all things considered. Sakurai likes to go through fighters' passes and give each new character their own stage and all that kind of stuff. So this isn't really like guessing Fighter Pass 2 or anything. This is just a completely selfish list. I've placed no restrictions on whether or not they're an assist trophy or a spirit, though I do have some alternate picks just to cover my bases and because I can't narrow down. I've also decided that these may or may not be Echo Fighters. It's all completely selfish. Now, not every series really lends itself to a new character or a new stage even. Like, I could list a few fun ideas for Punch-Out, but what stage would really work for them? Because Boxing Ring is the quintessential Punch-Out stage. Meanwhile, Duck Hunt, there's everything you need right there. You have the field with the grass, you have the dog, you have the gun, you have the ducks. There's nothing else to work with. So instead, I've given a bit of a different thought to some of these categories. So let's just get right into it. For Super Mario Brothers, the new character I would add is not Waluigi, but Gino. I really want Gino to finally get his moment. Everyone's been wanting him since Brawl. Sakurai even wanted him since Brawl, but it just hasn't happened. Now he's worked with Square for not only Cloud, but Hero as well. I feel like Gino has a shot. It's now or never. And a stage could easily be the forest maze. That's kind of what everyone thinks of with Gino. But if they wanted to go for something a little different, they could do Bowser's Castle with Exor sticking out in the background. And hey, that'd be a good chance to finally get a proper Bowser's Castle stage. Uh, alternate Mario character, already getting into this, would be Paper Mario. Because he's got a lot of move set potential that's different from regular Mario and Paper Mario Origami King just came out and it was actually kind of good. We could get some of that awesome music, especially with a stage based off say Autumn Mountain. I don't know if that's widely considered to be the fan favorite area, but it's my favorite area and the favorite of a lot of my friends. For Donkey Kong Country, a new character could be Funky Kong. We'll play Super Smash Brothers in funky mode. He could be similar enough to Donkey Kong, but they could probably also give him some adaptability based off his appearance in the new version of Tropical Freeze. He could be like easy mode Donkey Kong even, since that's kind of what he is in Tropical Freeze anyway. And as for a stage, you could probably just give him a Tropical Freeze-based stage, since that was the game where he was playable, and it'd be good to get away from all the jungles, we'll get an icy stage that isn't just Summit. For uh, the Zelda series, my pick, I've gone through a few different choices, I considered Tetra at one point, but I decided that I wanted Skull Kid to be a character, he's just 
really cool. I really like Majora's Mask, and it's getting away from the Triforce bearers. So Skull Kid would be my pick. They could adapt some of the stuff he used in Hyrule Warriors. Stage would be a bit weird because we already have the Great Bay stage, but we could probably do something with the moon, whether it's the clock tower just under the moon or even the interior of the moon itself. They could do something with Stone Tower with people fighting upside down. Who knows? Metroid is a bit tricky because I don't know that many Metroid characters. So my choice, as controversial as it might be, would be Anthony Higgs from Other M. He's considered to be one of the best parts of that really unpopular game. He could say, remember me, as a taunt. They could even bring back the Pyrosphere stage and, I don't know, maybe rework it so that it doesn't have two Ridleys running around if they really don't want that so badly. I I guess one of the other hunters, like Silux or whatever his name is, I think people want one of those. They could just do that too. I'm, I'm not a Metroid guy, so Anthony's kind of a desperation pick. For the Yoshi series, I went with something a little more experimental, kind of went down the same route as Piranha Plant, and decided to make Shy Guy my character pick. Shy Guys are some of the most versatile minions, and they're really iconic for Yoshi, I think. They're basically his Goombas. I think they could do a lot with a Shy Guy, and I've always had a soft spot for them compared to some of the other minions. A stage would be a little bit tricky. I guess they could do a castle stage based off the Yoshi's Island games. We still don't have that many castle interior stages as it is. A Kirby series. I think I would go with either Gooey or Adeline. Gooey is the original player too before they gave DDD, Meta Knight, and the Bandana Waddle Dee more spotlight. Adeline has a lot of potential with her paint moveset and possibly being similar to the Pokemon trainer. It'd be really interesting to see what they do with her, but Gooey is also... Like, they could add a lot of his moves from Star Allies. Same for Adeline, really. And in addition to that, they could get a Star Allies stage in there, because all the Kirby stages are from the games that Sakurai worked on, so it could branch out with it a little bit more. Star Fox, another experimental pick that I went for is Tricky, just a talking Triceratops. I want to see what they would do with that, but if they must stick with one of the members of the Star Fox team, I would probably go with Crystal. And they could even differentiate her from the Assist Trophy version of her by making her more based off Star Fox Assault, even though I said I wasn't worried about Assist Trophies. They could also just make her an easy echo or semi-echo and let her fight like all the others if they wanted to. And as for a stage, I'd say bring Orbital Gate Assault back. It wasn't my favorite stage, but I think it's just a little sad that Star Fox's most recent stage in Ultimate is the Brawl stage from over ten years ago. That series, Donkey Kong, and... Metroid kind of got the short end of the stick. All their most recent stages got cut out. Pokemon, I decided to limit myself to Sword and Shield, and I think one of the most popular Pokemon of that game is the one I've never said out loud before. Hatterene? Hatterne? 
they already passed over Mimikyu and made it just an assist character, so come on, make it right. Make make Hatterene a playable character. They could even do the wild area as the stage, just have a lot of weather effects, a lot of Pokemon witnessing, maybe a random Gigamax Pokemon in the background. Gigamax. Dynamax, that's the word. Earthbound is never going to get a new character, but if they did, I would go with Flint. He's very different from the others, and would be a good representation of how Mother 3 had rotating protagonists before they settled on Lucas. His stage could be the forest on fire, because that was the first area he went through, and it's one of the most visually distinct of all his places, and you've, you've got a cowboy beating people up with a large plank of wood. What's not to love? F-Zero is also never going to get another character, but a lot of people have been wanting them to take Ganondorf's moves and give them to Black Shadow or Blood Falcon or something, and even the Black Shadow spirit fight kind of plays with that notion, so sure, they could go with something like that. Uh, no idea for a stage, though, because I don't know F-Zero that well. They could just take one of the other tracks and do something with that, I guess. Fire Emblem. I don't really have anyone I would want from Fire Emblem Three Houses, to be completely honest, as much as I love those characters. But if we spin the turn wheel back a ways to Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Valencia, we could probably go with Almond Celica. Between the two, I'd probably give the nod to Celica, because the game kind of gives her a bit more of a magic angle to work with, and that could kind of differentiate her from the others a bit. Maybe give her some of the swamp stages from her later story chapters as her own stage, because we don't really have a lot of swamps going on. As long as they don't give her a counter for one of her moves, that'd be pretty cool too. It'd help make her unique. Aside from uniqueness, Shel aside from uniqueness, Celica also just has a bit more exposure due to Fire Emblem Warriors, I think. So, just seems like a neat pick. Kid Icarus Uprising, I would probably go with, well, well, you can already tell it's going to be an Uprising character, since I just lumped the whole game series in with that one game, but Magnus, he's a mortal, he's very different from all the other characters in the game, so I feel like he would capture something a little bit differently than everyone else, and he has a really big, long sword, so that could be kind of an interesting bit where he's, like, a heavy hitter with long reach... They could probably do something with that. And being immortal, he just kind of shows a different side of the world that Pitt inhabits. Not, He's not one of the happy, bright, cartoony, godly figures like all the others are. WarioWare? Very easy. Ashley. She's the fan favorite by far. People want her. This list is ignoring assist trophies. To put Ashley in. They could even give her, for a stage, the candy level that she was trapped in during Game and Wario. That'd be very visually distinct. Metal Gear, I would pick Raiden, and they could go one of two ways with him. They could base him off Metal Gear Solid 2 and make him very similar to Snake. They could even give him the big shell as a stage. Or he could be a cyborg ninja like he is in Solid 4 and Revengeance. I would prefer that, honestly. And if they were to give a stage based off that, it would probably be the, one of the stages from Revengeance or something. They could even port over the ray from Shadow Moses Island, just redesign it just a little bit, and there you go. 
Sonic the Hedgehog, a lot of people think that if they were to add a character, it should be Tails or Shadow. I'm on Team Shadow for this, and while a lot of people say Shadow would just be a Sonic Echo, I think Shadow has enough going on for him that he could be different. And honestly, Sonic's moveset isn't the most flattering anyway. It's very creatively sterile. He just rolls into a ball for most of his special moves, and a lot of his regular attacks kind of lift animations from the other characters. It's indicative of how late in Brawl's development he was added in, so I don't think that would be a good moveset to add onto another character, especially one who doesn't need it. So, yeah, Shadow. When I first came up with this list, I gave Pikmin a very experimental idea, kind of like the Shy Guy. I thought, what if Rock Pikmins were characters? And then I realized that I had no idea how they could make it work, and no idea what stage they could even use, and I just kind of decided to drop the idea from there. Animal Crossing, I... I don't like Animal Crossing. I don't know what to work with here. Surely there is some fan-favorite character from New Horizons they could work with, and... If we have Town and City, and we have Smashville, I'm sure we could have an island-themed stage to go along with Tortimer Island. So, seems like kind of a fill-in-the-blanks answer for this one. Mega Man. I don't know much about Mega Man myself, to be honest. I never played a Mega Man game, though I've thought about it on occasion. If they stick with the classical series, they could go with Proto Man... If they wanted to go for a more X or Battle Network type thing, then uh, I don't know what they could do. That goes for the stages as well. I have no idea what, but I'm, I'm sure they have something that could be feasible. Like maybe some kind of medley based off the different stages of the different Robot Masters, even. Uh, Mies. I would want a new me fighter. Often when I make me fighters, I find myself wanting for a polearm me fighter. So let's get a new class of me fighter, one that uses lances or axes or really just long poles in general. That fills a bit of a different niche than the sword fighters and the brawlers and the gunners. I think it could work. And, uh, well, the me fighters don't really have a stage, but... I would like a Miitopia stage, because that game deserves more attention. Pac-Man. Uh, Miss Pac-Man is an Echo. Done. Miss Pac-Man is in weird legal limbo, because I don't think she's legal as a character. Her game's origins are a little dubious in legality. She does appear in Ultimate, in the Pac-Land stage, but... She's not mentioned by name. If they could just kind of sort something out with that, I think that'd be fine. And uh, maybe for a stage, they could give us Pac-Maze back, and surely they could find a way to make it work in single player. It's just, it's so much better than Pac-Land. Why? Why why couldn't they make it work? Like, I, I know it's the whole, like, different screens thing, but still. Xenoblade. Now, uh, I could see three things. If they want to stick with the first game, just give Fiora the Crom treatment. Make her her own character. She's had a bit of exposure being in Project X-Zone 2 and appearing alongside Shulk in the DLC for Xenoblade 2. Robot knife moveset. Let's go. A stage could be Mechanis. 
If they wanted to represent Xenoblade 2, though, they could take the easy way out and just go with Rex. They did want to use Rex, but his game came out a little too late. I mean, hey, same for ARMS, and look what happened there. They, they could probably make it work now. Uh, just As long as the stage for Xenoblade 2 isn't Gormot, because that's visually similar to Gower Plain, I think, to the point where Gower Plain is a lot of people's spirit fight backdrops for the Xenoblade 2 spirits. Of course, they could also represent Xenoblade X with Elma and make New Los Angeles the stage, so you've got a bit of options with this series. Street Fighter. Got options for this one, too. Chun-Li is, like, probably the most famous character outside of Ryu and Ken. M. Bison would be cool to get one of the villains in there and work with his psychic moveset, and, uh, if they wanted to get away from the Street Fighter 2 cast and go with the next generation, they could work with Alex from Street Fighter 3. And for a stage, well, I, I assume they all have their own stages in canon, so they could just lift one of those and do something with that. Bayonetta. The easy answer would be to go with Jean. I would not blame them for doing that. A fun stage could be the Space Harrier level where you fight Jean for the last time in the first game. Like, you uh, fight on top of the missile, and then the missile flies throughout the town, and then you land on a skyscraper side or something. I would personally want to play as Rodan, and while I'm more attached to the Space Harrier stage, I would probably settle for Rodan having a stage based off his bar or something, or one of the arenas where you fight with him and the bonus bosses. It's just that Rodan is really cool. And this list ignores assist trophies anyway. For classic Nintendo, I would go with Balloon Fighter as a character, because it seems like they've wanted Balloon Fighter in for a while. Past games have had Balloon Fighter items, Balloon Fighter music. Now we have a Balloon Fight stage... This doesn't really give us anything to work with in terms of stages, though, because we already have a balloon fight stage, but there we go. Uh, maybe maybe Mock Rider or Excite Bike. We could have a vehicle-based rider alongside Bowser Jr. I think Mock Rider was part of that whole Grinch Leak shenanigans, so we could make good on that and just have a stage based off their games. As for Miscellaneous Nintendo... I originally put down Wonder Red, but now I don't know how that counts, because I think Platinum now owns the property? Not sure. But another idea would be Chibi-Robo, because Chibi-Robo really needs a win right now, after a lot of underperforming games, having to be in Ziplash, now his studio is out going down the drain. Uh... Living Room, the Nintendogs stage, would already be the perfect stage for Chibi-Robo, but it could probably go with something like the park. It'd be similar to the Pikmin stages, but they could probably find a way to make it a little more distinct. Splatoon. Octoling. That's easy. And they could just work with some of the weapons that were introduced in Splatoon 2 if they don't want to go the whole Echo Fighter route. As for a stage, it could be based off Octo Expansion, or it could be based off the adventure modes in either Splatoon 1 or 2. They've got options. Splatoon deserves more than just one character in one stage, I think. 
Final Fantasy is a bit weird. Let's stick with Final Fantasy VII for a moment. I would say let's use Barrett. I think most people would anticipate Tifa or Sephiroth, but Barrett was with Cloud first, and I think he'd be a lot more interesting to see. And as for a stage, well, again, Midgar kind of covers it, but it could probably put in some other area of Midgar. I guess we could put in Coral. We don't have that many mountain-type stages or desert stages or however his home is. It's it's been a it's been a hot minute since I've seen Barrett's hometown. If we want to extend to the broader scope of the Final Fantasy series as a whole, though, I would probably go with Vivi from 9. He's just got a lot going for him, being a magician, being one of the most beloved characters in the whole series. I think even people who didn't like 9 liked Vivi. Uh, the stage could probably be the theater ship from the beginning of 9. It's very iconic and lends itself to some fun hazards like trapdoor floors and special effects, maybe Steiner running across the stage for whatever reason. Something like that. Castlevania is another easy one. They could just make Alucard the character. They almost did before they decided to make the Belmonts a playable character, but I guess they could also fill in a different niche. In a lot of the Castlevania games, besides the Belmont of the day, you have some mysterious female magician who fights a little differently, so they could represent that somehow. I guess Maria from Richter's game would be a neat way to kind of complete the Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night trio. For the Castlevania stage, they, they kind of covered all their bases with Dracula's castle already, so they would have to go with a different part of the Dracula castle, and I think the clock tower is the most recognizable part. We see the clock tower in the stage that we already have, but we could probably go into it proper for a stage and it'd be fine. Another stage to put those 30 songs to use. Persona 5. Kasumi seems to be the face of Persona 5 now with Persona 5 Royal. She's kind of up there with Joker. They could make her the character, especially since she kind of already sticks out like a sore thumb being the one Phantom Thief not in Ultimate since Royal came out later. But if we were to expand to Persona as a whole, I'd say, I guess, she's really cool. As for a stage, well, I don't know much about Kasumi's role in the story yet, because I have been slacking on Five Royal. So my first instinct is to say the casino stage. It's really iconic, I think. Going over to Aegis, the stage could be Tartarus. That's pretty easy. Dragon Quest. I don't know much about Dragon Quest still. I don't even know much of the places, so I'd... Just have to trust that one exists that could be used. I'm sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that there is another viable Dragon Quest stage, because I think the Yggdrasil altar is specifically based off Eleven. My character, though, is kind of a cop-out. I'm going with a heroine. She's kind of like the female Pokemon trainer Leaf. She's the gendered alt that doesn't really get as much attention, but she's there. Just make her a echo of the hero, or or give her a revamped version of the spell list, something like that. I like, yeah, she could do a thing where 
some of Hero's down, down B spells, different ones are automatically assigned to all her B specials. Just They'll always be the same four. So you get a bit of consistency versus Hero's randomness. That, that could be an interesting angle to take. Banjo-Kazooie. I was originally going to say Mumbo-Jumbo, but I've changed it to Grantilda. Like, she has, well, not a whole lot going on for her. She mostly just flies on a broom and throws fireballs, but I... But they also give her, like, more technological ability with, like, the Hag-1. So, like, maybe she could get, like, some kind of, like, portable drill or something. Or, or maybe she could have the wrench from Nuts and Bolts because she had a, more of a technological angle there, too. Her stage could be a, a big labyrinthine stage, kind of like the Great Cave Offensive, but it'll be themed after her lair. You could try to recognize all the different Gruntilda-themed rooms and stuff like that. For Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, don't really know what they would do. Uh, Sakurai liked Iori, so I, I guess I could go with that, give him one of his stages again. Not familiar with this series. And lastly, at the time of recording, ARMS. It'd be a little awkward to give a new ARMS stage because most of the game's soundtrack is already in Smash Brothers now, but I guess they could do some remixes. But anyway, the character I would go with is one that I've mentioned being fond of before. It's Helix. And now that we have Min Min as a baseline, we could take it even further with Helix. He could keep a lot of the same quirks with how his arms work, but now he could have the added quirkiness of changing how tall or short he is. So he could be kind of Min Min hard mode in some respects. And... His home stage, the DNA Lab, would be the stage here. Easy enough. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I once did a recording of this whole list, and I lost everything. And the recording was like 40 minutes and multiple tracks. This one went a lot faster. And that's before editing. Because I, I only came up with the idea of doing the stages right at the end of the episode. This time, I just kind of did them all together and I left out some of the awkward spots, like realizing how little Pikmin or Punch-Out worked for this idea. But there you have it. If I were to add a new character and a new stage to almost every series currently in Super Smash Bros., and I wasn't worried about assist trophies or anything like that, I was being selfish, this is what I would do. If you want to hear more about my opinions and stuff, then be sure to follow the BitCast on podcast one's website and mobile app thank you for your time and i'll see you on the next one listen to bidcast anytime on podcast one.com and on the podcast one app